Hi, it's Beth, and this is the Uncabaret. This episode, Dana Gould. Dana's name is familiar to you if you watch The Simpsons. He was a writer and producer on that show. And you can hear some of his amazing stand-up on the Uncabaret stand-up series here at audible.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Dana Gould. I'd like to tell you a story. I'd like to read something to you about uh, insomnia, which is a disorder about uh, which I know a lot. Um, insomnia by Dana Gould, grade 12. The worst moment comes at about 5 o'clock in the morning when you know you've gone over the hump and you're not going to sleep a wink that night. About 20 minutes later, you throw back the sheet, get up, and start zombieing through your day, jealous of everyone you see because they slept and you did not. They are a part of the world and you are not. You are among them, but not of them, too tired to care about anything. Hey, look, that elephant is raping that garbage truck. Don't tell me what to look at. <laughs> you don't know why you didn't sleep, you just know that it's your fault. You could have gotten to sleep if you could have gotten your brain to shut off, but you failed and your mind has told your body to go fuck itself. <laughs> I've never had normal sleeping patterns, ever. I remember when I was nine, I shared a bedroom with my brother Kevin, and even though I went to bed hours before him and had been sleeping for hours by the time he went to bed, he was at 14, obsessed with Alice Cooper's School's Out album and had to play it three or four times before turning in. I would sleep through the first few tracks, but inevitably the thundering bass line to Public Animal Number 9 would rouse me from my slumber, and I would usually be, still be awake long after my brother had dozed off and the closing strains of Grand Finale had closed out Side 2. Yes, Side 2. This story takes place in a distant land when music was played on large black frisbee-sized discs called records. Anyway, I would drift off for about an hour, and then around 2.30 in the morning, my dad would get home from his night job. See, a couple of nights a week, my dad moonlighted as a bartender. Why did my dad moonlight as a bartender? For the same reason I'd like to get a job as a judge at the Blowjob Olympics. <laughs> I'd be there if you weren't paying me. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Working in a bar suited my dad more than his day job. He worked for the New England Telephone Company, overseeing the conversion from the old-style phone lines to fiber optics. Yes, the world's most emotionally closed-off person spent his days helping people communicate better. I think he drank to shake off the irony. So dad would come home at about 2 or 2.30, and depending on how funny he felt, which is how my mother would call it, is the daddy funny? Daddy's sleeping on the toilet, is the daddy funny? <laughs> depending how funny he felt, dad would have to come into our room to check on us, which usually involved bursting through the door, snapping on the lights, and singing Christmas carols, regardless of what month of the year it was. It could be mid-July and three o'clock in the morning rolled around. Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus. You see, in this state, the time...